This is the famous Dr. Frank of the famous Mr. T Experience, and you're listening to the famous Dummy Room. What's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. It's been, uh, holy balls, it's been a minute since I had an episode. Had to take an unplanned short hiatus. I had uh, I had a little health scare for a few days, but it looks like I'm all fixed. You guys are stuck with me, I guess, for a little bit longer. I'm excited for, uh, for tonight's hang. Co-host for this episode, Roger Roger Rodriguez from Oldie Han. What's up, dude? Uh, nothing much, man. Just hanging out. Cool. It seems like this episode we've been trying to get this done. I don't know. The forces are against us. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed that way. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I want to I wanna dive right into this topic of the week. Aper's box set. You didn't get one, did you? No, I did not. Oh, man. It's, this thing fucking rules. Uh, for anyone who hasn't got one yet, um, hit up Stardom Records. I'm sure they have some left. I got mine from, uh, from Ann at uh, Machine Shop Rocks. I don't know. She sent it out right away. I got it super fast, so that's awesome. Anyways, we've, we've talked about this a bit. You know what it is. It's the, the Stardom LPs, a couple comp LPs. And uh, if you haven't received one, maybe you don't know, there is a surprise bonus 7-inch in there. New Apers material. Dude, I, I, I got the tracks digitally. I sent them to you knowing you didn't get them. And uh, you checked them out. What would you think of it, dude? Oh, it was super good. When the first one came on, it was like, okay, this is going to be really good. And the second one came, and as it kept going, it was just great song after great song after great song. Yeah. I, I Dude, I knew about it before, and I was, I've been excited to hear. I've been excited to get it, you know? But um, So the deal is, it's it's basically Marine wrote a couple songs. Kevin wrote a song. Um, I think Mikey Batbite wrote a song. I don't know, was involved with writing at least. And uh, basically, Lone Wolf recorded them. And Kevin Apers sang them, and it's like they didn't skip a beat, dude. It's like the Apers, it's like a classic sound from 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was, when you told me about that, I was like, what? I guess it makes sense, because it sounds like them, but then, you know, a little more, uh, a little something. I wasn't quite sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it is, but like, Marine songs, so that he's got two of them on there, right? Um I mean, at least co-writes. They, they, you can totally tell once you hear them. They're like, that yeah, sounds like Marine, but it doesn't sound like the windowsill. It's just that classic Apers sound. They pulled it off. Dude, I hope this isn't it, man. <laughs> like, we're going to play a song. <laughs> and it, it, if, if you're listening and if you haven't heard it yet, it's going to be up on, um, I think, all the streaming sites on April 1st. So whether or not that's an April Fool's joke or not, I'm not sure. But that's only, um, you know, by the time this comes out, it'll probably already be up. So... What, what do you what do you want to hear, dude? Which song do you want to do? Um, let's do "Please Don't Leave." That's the one you want to do. Yeah, that that is so. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
By Mikey Batbite. Oh, that one's great. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin, I guess. Kevin, they co wrote it. You didn't see the artwork, did you? Did you see the artwork? I did see the artwork, yes. <laughs> That's cool. Kevin Aper is an angel. <laughs> I needed to start with that because I knew I was going to fucking forget. Well, I forgot to pre order it, so. <laughs> it wasn't cheap, dude. I Yeah, I just, there was a lot of pre orders at the time, and I think I just may have dropped the ball somehow. <laughs> um,. It's a very nice package. I'll tell you that. Like it comes, even the box, the the outside box, was very nice. I was impressed all around. A great package. I've seen the pictures. Yes, <laughs> love it, dude. Love it. Um, all right, dude. So this episode, we're gonna fun topic for tonight. We're gonna be talking about our favorite albums with a black and white cover. <laughs> so. When I, when I told you about this, dude, did you tell yourself that I was officially out of ideas? Um, when I got the first idea, I was like, well, this one's going to be kind of hard. And then you did the black and white one, and I was like, well, that might be a little easier, but I don't know. I wouldn't say that you were out of ideas. Maybe it was just different. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't uh, totally desperate for an idea, but I just wanted uh, – I needed a good reason to have – you on and talk about the new oldie Han album which comes out in like less than a month and uh the cover's black and white and it just it just occurred to me i'm like are there are there many good albums with just black and white covers and i got this killer list together and i just really want to make this happen because man there's some good albums with some with some just colorless artwork i had a really hard time putting them in the order that i wanted Okay. I think like the first four were like solid and, and everything after that was kind of like, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my number, uh, probably the top three are solid. Like they, they're not moving. And after that, it could kind of go anywhere, you know? That's kind of, yeah, that's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. But I was surprised there wasn't, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about. Between the last episode and now, there's been a new... I guess an old new Guts song release. Did you check that out, dude? No, I have not. Oh, man. It's like one song they dropped. It's called OFSC. And, dude, it sounds like classic Guts. I don't know anything about it. I don't know if it was recorded, you know, 15 years ago, and it's just coming out now. I don't know if it was a newer song that Jeff kind of just finished up a little bit, but, Mm -hmm. dude, it's a killer song. Check out the artwork too if you get a chance. It's just a cool picture yeah, of them I'm and like looking at it right now. Yeah, and like guts written like a million times behind it. Looks cool. Sounds cool too. Let's check it out. Guts. Like a flash 
that was really good. It leaves you wanting way more. I know, dude, and I don't think we're going to get it. That's what sucks. I mean, we have Jeff Palmer, and Nate Doyle, of course, had a great uh, – He's he's got some stuff coming out. But, um, yeah, dude, it, it has that – it just sort of has, like, this guts aurora to it, though, you know? Yeah. It was, like, super strong, and it's what's next? What's next? <laughs> it sucks because I don't think there is any next. <laughs> but um, totally love it, dude, and I that was one of my notes. Got to mention it. Got to talk about it. Dude, I got a, I got a message – Probably about a month ago, I think it was right after, I think coincidentally it was after the Nate Doyle episode, somebody asked me who sang the Dummy Room theme song. And I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it because I, I think it's Jeff Palmer, you know? And I think Jeff's yeah. got one of the most distinctive voices in in all of pop punk. So, I mean, I get it. Not everyone knows him, but I, I think it's obvious, but... Uh, I don't know. When they you know it, his voice, it's it's obvious. Yeah, yeah. So, if anyone's listening that doesn't care, doesn't know, it is Jeff Palmer, and uh, love love the theme song he did for me. Didn't even ask him for it. <laughs> did not pay him either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. New Oldie Hawn album. We're not gonna talk too much about it, but you know, you know, I love it. You know, I'm a huge fan. It's coming out on April 21st, I think. 21st. Is it definitely coming out? Is it like done? Or is there going to be is. a mom's basement kind of surprise and delay it another month? Uh, the, as far as the <laughs> as far as the records go, we will uh, the presses. We haven't even heard anything on that yet. Um, maybe they're in line to get pressed, but uh, CDs and cassettes okay. will be okay. Will be out. Cool, and uh, it'll be streaming. and of course streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. streaming. Yeah. Dude, it's so good. I've been talking about. I'm still listening to it, man. And I think I sent you the unmastered versions too, thinking that I sent you the right versions of the songs. I think I have the correct version thanks to Kai. Yeah, yeah, see. So he's the. That was me. My bad. <laughs> no, it's all good. But, uh, dude, I love it. What's your favorite song on it? I gotta know. Ooh, about You. About You? Yeah, the first the first track. Did you write that one? No, I did not. Steven did. No. Oh. You guys, how many, how many guys write in that band? All Just three or all four? All four. Damn. It's like the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not a Beatles guy <laughs> at all, you know. So. Yeah, I remember that. No, I hate the Beatles. Um, anyways, uh, mine, we talked about this last night, actually. Dude, I got to go with DK shirt. Yeah, that's a good one. Can I play it? Is it cool? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. It's, What's it'll it? be out. That's actually the next single. I want to say April 7th. All right. That one. Well, you're hearing it here first. DK shirt, new oldie Han.
I love this song, dude. This is the most Marie Nicotine song you got. I wrote that one, yeah. I was in a Huntington's windowsill phase for a while there. It's about your wife. Yeah, about, yeah, about us, you know, I guess meeting or growing together, I guess. Cool, cool. What a lucky girl, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the lucky one. Yeah. That's a great song, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this album is so good. Yeah, it was really fun to get everything together. And, you know, everyone brought their songs and we just kind of all worked on them together and fixed this, you know, added that, took this out or whatever. And it really all came together just nice. Now that I think about it, like, I'm thinking of the songs and it, it I, I guess I can hear it. I can hear how there's different, like, maybe three or four songwriters, you know? Because mm-hmm. not every song is the exact same formula, but they all they mesh really well together. It's cool. It's cool how you guys do that. Thanks. thanks. I guess that's, I mean, all four of us is what makes the sound. So I guess that's why, even though it doesn't quite sound like, you know, track two, track four, it's still the same. Who wrote Bro Down? I like that one too a lot. That was, I think that was Kai, I believe. That's a great one. I'm pretty sure it was Kai. Kai has a lot of like, uh, he'll just send us YouTube videos of him singing with a guitar in front of him. Okay. And we just kind of build from there. Cool, cool. He's got a cool voice, man. Yeah, he does. He's a, Yeah, he's great. I don't know. It's so, it's so unique. I don't know. At least I think it is. Like it's, it's nasally. It's kind of like Marine's voice a little bit, but more Ben Weasley, you know? Yeah, you get you get little hints of everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So, uh, yeah, but the album artwork, dude. What I absolutely love. It's obviously like a UFO beaming up something. Whose idea? Who did it? That was Travis. He did that one again. He did the EP, okay. and he did that one. He didn't steal this one though. No, I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe we'll find out later, but. It was so good. I just like the first time we ever had ever seen it. It was like we couldn't get over how good it was. It's impressive how good it is for how little it is. I guess you can say. Yeah, yeah. This this has like a um, like a Twilight Zone kind of feel. You know what I mean? Yes, very much. Yeah, it's cool. I'm releasing a record. I can't say who it is yet, but it's coming out this summer, and the artwork is fucking killer, man. And, like, do you, do you, did you ever see, um, you know, the Parasites album, Punchlines? You know, that kind yes. of art? Mm-hmm. What do you call that? I don't know, whatever. Like a collage kind of thing. But, um, yeah. Tenement. You remember that band, Tenement? Yeah, Tenement. So, Tenement had, Amos did such, I mean, he did all that artwork. It was so cool. I love that stuff. And I'm finally releasing another record that somebody did the same, that same style of artwork. Totally love it, dude. Ooh, that's excited it's not it's not black and white like we're gonna be talking tonight oh okay i was like that artwork is so good like that especially when it's left black and white um you want to get right to the list i'm kind of anxious yeah sure yeah we can hey i gotta tell you a, a fun little story so i had to go to the hospital and when i get out everything's cool right okay about a about a week later from my near death experience <laughs> i uh i I sort of rediscover a band that I've always liked but never loved. Like everybody I know loves this band. I like them. You know they're And now you love them? To me it's average. Like I have their records. 
Jody have not loved this band. I didn't care. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, they're, they're good, but I don't get all the hoopla. It hits me. I absolutely love this band now. Dude, it's the unlovables. I don't know how you don't already love them. Dude, I, it's one of those things. Like, I get it. Like, they're really good. The songs are cool. It's just never, it never clicked with me that I should be, like, jumping through hoops to listen to this band. But last week I'm at work, and it's like, like a fucking light bulb went off in my head. Like, I get it. I love them. And I listened to, uh, I listened to the album, like, four times at work in a row. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit. I even messaged a couple people. I'm like, I fucking get it. I love this band. So anyways, I have a newfound love for the Unlovables, which is sort of weird. I've, like I said, it's, it's always cool to like rediscover something. So, you know, like when you, when you discover a band that's already got like 10 albums out and it's always, yeah. it's like, yes, it's like, it's, I don't know, like you're, like you're a kid in a candy store. That's how I feel, except I already have all their records. But now I'm like, I'm hearing them in a, just a little bit different way, you know? Yeah, that happens. Y- you'll be falling in love with the Beatles next. Nah, that's probably not going to happen, dude. I've heard. <laughs> dude, dude, you know how many times I've heard the Beatles and it's just never clicked? I mean, I get it. They're important. I just don't like it, man. It's just boring to me. <laughs> Maybe it's just me being a dick and being like, everybody likes them, so I'm going to not like them. Yeah. But. I get like that. I do have one. I have Revolver. Uh-huh. It's a black and white cover. Yeah, it's a yeah. Great album too. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I just uh, I listened to it like once, and it was like the biggest turd. I'm like, this sucks. I can't listen to this, you know. Yeah, that one's a little more experimental for me. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. I didn't really like a lot of that. Artwork's kind of cool though. Yeah, it's got that little collage look. Anyways, yeah, dude. But the unlovables, I'm like. Goo Goo Gaga over them all of a sudden, 15 years late, you know? But I've always had their records. I've always bought everything because it's, like, right up my alley, you know? Anyways, dude, yeah. yeah I got that. When it when the album came out, I had got, well, when they finally had pressed it, I had got a copy of it, the Crush Boyfriend. Yeah. I feel like a dumbass, but I've made mistakes before. <laughs> There's an album on my list coming up by a band that I absolutely passed on because their first album, or EP, uh, it's an EP, I didn't like. I, I didn't think it was good at all. So the second one, I just sort of, eh, never got it. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. They made the list. So a little spoiler. <laughs> it was hard. Like there, I, I came up with maybe 20 or 30 albums with black and white covers. Did you come up with any more after we talked? The four that I... I had originally, like, oh, yeah, what about these? But other than that, I just kind of basically went off the, the main list. And yeah. then the ones that I added, you know, obviously. But I went back and I listened to everything, like, all over again. So that way I can get, like, a fresh, you know, okay, that's where it's going to be. I had a hard time with my list. Uh, we're doing a top 11. I only included uh, one record that I released. <laughs> and it was tough, man. It was tough because I released two albums with black and white art. And uh, I had to kick one of them off. Uh-oh. Yep. We'll get to it. Anyways, you want to start? You want me to start? Um, I guess I'll start. Cool. And my number 11 is Zoonoids. She's not a deep one. She don't like to have fun. I'm going to drag her down to the sea. Yeah. 
So that's the one and, I kicked off. <laughs> well, I put that one because I couldn't make up my mind between the Lillingtons. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I like Stella a lot better. Oh, you, you I don't know why. You, I love Stella. You like Stella more than the Zonoids album? No, no, no. More than Too Late Show. Too Late Show. So I was like, well, you know what? No Lillingtons. I'll just put Zonoids <laughs> on there. There you go. I would have went the same route because uh, Too Late Show's the better of those two albums, I think. But um, I don't know. That Zonoids album's pretty fucking perfect, man. But I chose something that I released that's even just as good as that album. Okay. My number 11, dude, I went with um, Teen Idols, Nothing to Prove. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's almost like not black and white. It, it has like a, it's like it's almost too glossy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, yeah, a hint. And I was like looking at that going, man, that's, there's, there might be some other colors in there somehow. But, um, dude, I went back and I listened to it. And I feel like that album never got a fair shake when it came out. And it has to be because Keith was out of the band has yes. to be because the songs are so good but there is a there's almost like a different feel to it it doesn't have the same energy you know it's it's definitely more polished more poppy but um it doesn't have any there's nothing it's just that ruckus energy that teen idols always had it's lacking a little bit but still a good album i love that album it's so hard to keep teen idols <laughs> off a list when you can put them on anyways hey you heard about phil hill right no. He started up his label, Idle Time Records. Oh, I think I saw something. Uh, maybe it was a YouTube, something like a video, YouTube video. Maybe he released it or something. Yeah, he's uh, he's promoting some shows and stuff down in Nashville. I imagine it's cool to say something. <laughs> maybe not, but uh, anyways, yeah. <laughs> Phil's a great dude and uh, anxious to see what he does. I'm hoping for something Teen Idols related. Reissues, greatest hits, something like that. Who knows? Yeah, some more rewrites or something. I would love a new Teen Idols record. Phil's listening and he's he's like shaking his head, snickering. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're never going to get one, but it would be cool. Maybe he can come on here and tell some more stories. He's got a ton of stories, His episodes dude. are great. I'd like to get an unfiltered Phil on. <laughs> I think he's saving it for the book. Yeah, nothing to prove. Definitely not. Anyways, what's your number 10? Number 10, I got Teenage Bubblegums in Limbo. Yeah, dude. It's it's on my bigger list. I left it off. It's not a it's not a perfect album. I like it all the way through. It's like I really liked the that Maladroit split that they did too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know. But I really liked that one a lot. And it was different. It wasn't I didn't want to put descendants on the list, so I went with Teenage Bubblegums, yeah. It's really dark. It's a dark album, right? Yeah, so it was the... I mean, it's just like Days of Nothing. I think it's just their style. It's like a dark Mangies, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great band, man. All right, number 10. Had to go with the Canadian legend, Jimmy Vapid, Killmatic.
that's on my bigger list. <laughs> it's a great album. He's got a certain kind of energy to him, too. You know, the Vapids had it, just this tough sound. And that album is... Oh, it's going to sound weird, but I feel like I, I should be like lifting weights to that album or something like that, you know? <laughs> Which I don't do. But It's so tough. It makes me want to do that, you know? I feel like i got to yeah. be tougher if I'm going to like hang with Jimmy Vapid, so... Yeah. You definitely need, <laughs> you need that attitude. Anyways, what's number nine, man? Number nine actually is something newer. It was, uh, well, not newer, but newer for me, thanks to you, was the Scared of Shaka Masonic Youth. Dude, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's really good. After you told me about it, I was like, uh, I'll, I'll check them out. It's and way too I low on the list. kept listening to everything. Well, some of the stuff that I have ahead <laughs> of it is like, eh, you know, I've listened to that stuff a lot more. Oh, dude, love that album. Love that album. It's on my list. Just surprise. But uh, my number nine, Dillinger 4 versus God. It's a great album. Who wins, Dillinger 4 versus God? I would say Dillinger 4 would win. <laughs> Lemmy is God. <laughs> Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Yeah! <laughs> Anyways, dude, I watched that Adam Sandler... Um, I don't know if you saw that, that Mark Twain award thing the other night. No, I have not. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's kind of like a roast. What is it? Yeah, it's like he oh. got an award, so all of his, you know, all the guys that are in all of his movies, all of his buddies, they get up there and just say some stuff about him. It's pretty nice. And then he gets up and uh, talks about how he got started and talks about his mom and his wife and his kids. It's, it's very sweet, I guess. That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, it was pretty good, dude. So it's not like a flat-out roast. No, it's not a roast. <laughs> um, Rob Schneider, like, stole the whole show, dude. He sang. Uh, you know that song from um, Wedding Singer? The uh, I Want to Grow Old With You or grow, whatever oh, yeah. it is? Rob Schneider does that, but to Adam Sandler, and he throws in his own w- lyrics and shit. It's pretty funny, dude, and very, That's, that sounds very heartfelt. Definitely. And apparently my wife told me that his daughter is, like, a famous singer. Oh, yeah, she's... Uh... I don't remember who she is, but I know that there was a really big song, and I found out that it was her, and I was like, "That is weird." Yeah, yeah. My wife played it, and I'm like, "Oh, I've heard, I've, I've heard it, you know, in movies or whatever, you it's know." Like so one of those ones you hear at the mall or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Do you go to the mall a lot? Oh, dude, that fucking uh, video, the video that you guys had in the the Corpus Christi Mall. Is that a real? Like that was an old. That's an abandoned mall, that's, right? It's an abandoned mall now. Yeah, that, that was the one where the Legend of Billie Jean, the little mall scene. It's that mall. Dude, I don't know that. I mean, I've seen the movie, but I don't remember. Was that a big deal? That's the movie? That's what Corpus Christi is uh, famous for or what? I don't think that that's what we're famous for, but I think that's what people know <laughs> Corpus for. <laughs> so how do you guys, do you guys break into the mall and film or do you get permission? Uh, we got permission. It was uh, all, everything was permission. We didn't break in anything. How unpunk <laughs> is that? Yeah. <laughs> I would have well, done the same poppy thing. It's <laughs> Dude, it was it it's it's cool, man. But that mall looks like it's I mean, it looks like it's well preserved. It Yeah, I mean, there was just a couple of jerks in there breaking things. Not while we were there, but that's all that's really happened. Other than that, it looks pretty good. There's mold everywhere, too. So it just sits empty. Yes. Oh, there's like a church. Hold on. Can I pause real quick? I got to use the restroom. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, hope. 
Okay, sorry. So we got permission. Um, Steven knew a girl who, um, or Steven has a friend that um, her mom is like the property manager. So we were able to get in the legal way. Cool. Did you have to like take out a permit and shit like that, or they just open the door for you? No, they just opened the door for us, and we just kind of went in there. Remingtons did that. Uh, did the Baby Ray video at a restaurant, and uh, they had that was like all legit. Like the restaurant closed, they went in and filmed a video. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I always forget shit, so I'm glad I remembered that because I thought it was a cool yeah, video. I liked it. It was fun doing it. I felt like I was gonna get sick because of all like the dust and everything in the air. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess somebody i don't want to say some kids i mean you would assume they were kids but someone went in there and just shot fire extinguisher everywhere oh so it's like all that stuff like you can just still see it everywhere and you're walking and it's just flying around now was this a mall that you went to as a kid or anything yes it was yeah yeah cool <laughs> it was the the more livelier one and then eventually it just started like dying out yeah, okay. okay but yeah so it's it's still the main part of the mall is closed, but like on the outside, the little outside stores, there's a, like a furniture store, and then there's like a gym, and a church, and a restaurant. So there's still things there, but the main part of the mall is not anything. Our mall is still still going, and uh, attached is a Hy-Vee, which has a Wahlburgers in it, which I had for the first time, and we have like a, a vet center, like a vet clinic old people you know and then they can walk around the mall perfect yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny yeah our mall still has the pretzel thing when very rarely go to the mall but when i do i like those pretzel bites <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of mustard i hope i've never done the mustard <laughs> i think it's a little better with the mustard maybe dude they always have i those... think it's one of those oh what? no they always have those like monster sized pieces of salt on them you know um, I should have been asking you what, what your favorite song was from the record, so moving forward, we're going to do that. Number eight. My number eight is Tight Wire, Six Feet Deep. <clears throat> too low. Too low on the list. I have a lot. I <laughs> see. I, I couldn't. Everything after four is just kind of just spread out. They got to be the other side of four then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Favorite song. Uh, I would probably say Pentagram Tattoo. Yeah, dude. It's, dude, it's full of hits. There's no wrong yeah. answer on that question. sure on that one because they're all really good <laughs> yeah dude it's oh, i love that album 
Alright, my number eight. What with the Mangies, dude? All is well. Probably the most See? controversial <laughs> Mangies album, right? Yeah. The original version is black and white. The new one has some yellow on it. I get it. I don't have that. We're talking about the old one. I don't think the cover needed some color, but I still think the guitars need some distortion, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah, but dude, I've been listening to it a lot lately. The songs are just too fucking good. I get past, I'm finally past that being a dick, needing all the distortion. I love it. Favorite song? I'm gonna. I'm just going to go with number three because that's always the classic playing Honolulu. <laughs> That's a tough one, actually. Yeah. I tried to die young. It's actually I tried to die young. I like that song. I'm trying to I'm trying to not die young. <laughs> but it's a killer song, dude. And uh, yeah, that's my hot take. That's that's not the worst Mangy's album. How about that? Hot take. Not the worst Mangy's album anymore. Maybe the coolest album cover though. Yeah, I think I, I think a lot more than number eight. You had it higher. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. All right. So what? What's your number seven? My number seven is Limoges. Is that how you say it? I say Limoges. Limoges. I wish it was Limoges, but that it, you know. I don't know. I was like, there's no way that that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's Limoges. <laughs> yeah, Limoges. Limoges. And yeah. and honestly, that's my number seven as well. Yeah, I that one. I just I don't know. I wanted to put it higher. I just love it so much. I don't know. <laughs> But Feel the Blues and, like, Girl I Meet Yesterday are probably, like, tied for my songs up there on that. Dude, absolutely.
So I, I don't usually, this isn't a big promo for me. It would be higher, but I just put it right in the middle at number seven too. <laughs> so. Yeah, I wanted it I wanted it higher, but like I said, the, it's, I don't know, my list is kind of, it's kind of set. It's so good though, man. Like I, I'll never forget hearing it for the first time and being like, why, why would I not want to release this? It's one of my favorite albums, dude. And I hope there's more, but who knows? Anyways, what's your number six? My number six is Queers Grow Up. Really? Yeah. I left it off, dude. I actually went, I haven't listened to Grown Up for a while, and I went back and I listened to it, and I thought, man, there's so many just kind of cringers on that album, you know? Yeah, Song-wise. it's funny how you say it with the, with the yeah, like Rambo Rat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's not even the worst one, dude. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Love, Love, Love. To me, that's one of their best ones, and it's, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm cracking 
that was the first ah, shit was it the first probably the second queers album i ever heard maybe i kind of remember always hating the certain songs on that album you know yeah but like i'm starting to think what's on there goodbye california is so good and i met her at the rat booberella i'll be true to you dude classics but it's yeah i mean it's nowadays dude gay boy and junk freak i can't those are terrible (laughs) but it's a cool album cover i'll give you that you know yeah i like it i like it i left it off though want to know what my number six is yeah i went with uh volkov from italy oh nice fat rich and sad dude unbelievable album like i listen to this all the time lately and it was actually it's it's kind of a dumb cover right it's just sort of basic but um i love it dude my favorite song gotta go with guitar addict is a good i love that album too yeah yeah so um lamouge related and i don't know it wins out just because i didn't release it (laughs) you know (laughs) weird about that like i said but totally killer album love it it was definitely in my like top 15 (laughs) i tried to put it higher but i just 
I should have. I should have. I should have put it at number five and bumped number five. What's your number five, dude? My number five is Bat Bites. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> higher, man, higher. No, I'm telling you, I, I just I couldn't. I, I couldn't move after. To me, the the next four are stuck where they're at. Yeah, I hear you, dude. But it's that like that album. I mean, I don't even think I could pick a song to tell you. You know, that's my favorite one because they're all just really good. It's impossible, dude. My number five. Um, you left it off your list. You already said it. I had to put it on there just because I feel like. I feel like if I don't have it on there, it's just because I don't want to put it on there because they're too big, and it was too classic of an album, but I can't. I got to put it on there. It's Descendants. Everything sucks. Again, it's to me, it was just super unfair. You know, that's like putting Ramones self-titled up there. It's like, it's it's going to be there. Yeah, sh- should we do that for yeah. the Descendants? I mean, the Ramones, I, I don't even need to say it, that the first album isn't on our list. It's just not included because it's just too obvious, I guess. And it's just unfair, right? Yeah. So unless it's a specific Ramones list, Ramones don't make the list, maybe we should upgrade the Descendants to the unlistable. That, I mean, that's why I left it off, because <laughs> I figured it's, you know, it goes without saying. Yeah. It's a hard one to pick a favorite for me. Ah, dude, I'm looking at it now. I, I'm i not going to play a, a fucking Descendant song, but um, I like <laughs> She Loves Me. That's a cool song, right? Yeah, that one's good. Um, I came across on YouTube. I mean, people have been talking about it for years. I'm sure it's been on the the Facebook page. But there's that all version of Everything Sucks. I love it, dude. And it's like Chad Price singing. Oh, my God. Like, it's better. That should have been the one that got released. <laughs> I know. That it's... one will make my list if it would have got released. It's so weird when I listen. And maybe it's because I, I listened to Everything Sucks so many times when it came out. I wasn't even 20 years old, and I was tired of that album already. <laughs> so like when the when I heard the Chad one, it was just like, I don't know, dude. It was like it's just, like discovering everything sucks again, <laughs> like hearing yeah. it for that first time all over again. His vocals, I mean, Milo just basically copied him, you know, yeah. on on the songs that were on there. But um, I don't know. There was something about it that Chad just, just pulls him off a little better. I think there's a different power in the voice. I, I think he carries himself. Just, I mean, it's full of hits. The album's yeah. Album's really, really good. I think it's probably a lot of people's favorite Descendants album. And I should have left it off for the purpose of that. It was just too obvious. You know, they have um, Milo Goes to College. I don't know if that counts. Gray and black. Yeah, see, yeah, that's what I was at first. I was like, well, if he counts Everything Sucks, he should count. Because it's kind of the same whitish, off-white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same cover, (laughs) basically. (laughs) But, uh, dude, Everything Sucks is a better album. Milo Goes to College is overrated. I think so too, especially after that Ninth of Walnut came out. I was like, yeah, if this one came out, if this had originally come out, that would be the Milo Goes to College everyone's talking about. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know. I, that one just <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> I mean, most of the songs on Milo Goes to College aren't, they're not that good. They're, I mean, I shouldn't say that, but they're not, they're not the hits for me. You know, Enjoy is a better album. All's a I don't want to grow up side B. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. But yeah, I had to do it. I had to put it on there just because it's such an important album. You know, everything sucks. Yeah. I'll never forget hearing about that album. It was so crazy. Like, I used to go to the grocery store 
and look at magazines when I was like 18, 19, whatever it was. And mm-hmm. I remember I picked up a Thrasher. Dude, I've, I'm not even a skater. And I, for some reason, I would pick up Thrasher and just look at it. And I remember the back cover had uh, Everything Sucks. And it said, Coming Soon. And I was like, holy fuck. And I went and called my buddy who owns a club here that night. Yeah. got home, called him up, and he said, yeah, I just booked him. And I was like, what? Like, holy shit, you know? <laughs> and uh, that was it. They played this. Thanks for telling me. They played this tiny little club here, you know, less than 300 people, and it cost ten dollars to get in. Unheard of now, you know. Now they're the huge, old, you know. The good old days. The good old days, yeah, yeah. And I <laughs> had bucks. I had pizza with Bill that night, sort of. They sat across from he's him at a pizza place. He's always real approachable. I didn't approach, it, dude. He's not approachable. I mean, though. He's not. No. Really? No. I felt like he was. Not, so I don't know, like. No. No, dude, I was <laughs> I was 19 years old. I'm not gonna walk up to Bill Stevenson while he's eating pizza. But I sat across from him and probably stared at him, you know, and was like, you know. It probably would have been better for you to say something. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. So, anyways, that's my number five. So now we're top four. What do you got for four? Okay, so the top four was, I don't know. Okay, so I got Dark Thoughts self-titled. Yeah. It's pretty good, dude. I don't know. That one, I literally probably listened to every day all day long when it came out like just non-stop yeah i don't know what it is it just and it's so short it's just oh my god you can by the time you know it 24 hours went by and you're still listening to it that episode i did with him did you hear the about the color scheme for the for the dark thoughts albums no i i mean i probably did but i don't remember <laughs> it's totally crazy man like the first album first dark thoughts is black and white just like the first ramones Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Second album. Yeah, yeah. It's I got the that. got the leave leave home look. Leave home. Third's yeah. got pink matches Rocket to Russia, and it's I do all that. intentional. That's awesome. So very cool. I like that album, but it's I like the next two after that way more. So I don't know. And that's pretty basic art too, right? That's more basic than anything. It's I don't yeah. It doesn't get any more <laughs> simple than that. They have such a cool logo. I don't know. I like that. When you, yeah, when you have something like that, it's like you don't need to change it. It's kind of like Teenage Bottle Rocket. You just change the color. You're good. That's called lazy. <laughs> They're fucked, though. They can never change it or else the people will bitch about it. It's too late. <laughs> I don't know. All right, dude. My number four. You already had it. Scared of Chaka. Masonic Youth. Dude, I love this album. What's your favorite one on there? Oh, dude. Um, There's a lot of earworms in that one. Dude, that is one of the albums for me that, like, I listened to it a couple nights ago. Saturday night, actually. Friday night. Friday night, because we were going to record Saturday or whatever. (laughs) I was just, like, listening to it, and it's trying to figure out where to place this thing, because I knew it was going to be high. I almost had it at number one. But every single song, except maybe the last one, are, like... You know when this song comes on and you're like, oh, I forgot about this one. You know, of course, you didn't forget yeah. about it. But every song except the last song has that for me. So I can't really choose one. But I'm going to go with just uh, Five Side Master.
I don't even know what that means, but I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> so I love this album. I love the next album. Everything else by Scared of Chalk is sort of up in the air. Sort of iffy for me. Don't love it. What do you think of the album cover, dude? It's um, lazier. Dude, <laughs> I love it, but it totally looks like it's, it's either going to be a hardcore record or it's going to be just a shitty-ass garage rock band, you know? And it's somewhere yeah, in, they're somewhere the in between. <laughs> they're cold, totally like out of control at times, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely not what you would expect if you bought it like the way you would, you know, when you were younger based off the cover. Like, oh, these guys are going to sound really good. And then it ends up being something totally different than what you think it's going to be. It's still really good, just not what you expected it to be. Yeah, yeah. I saw the I saw them live with this lineup one time. They were completely they're bonkers, dude. They're so good live, so much energy. It's it sounds like they would be. Yeah. Like just by listening to it, you can you know they're gonna go off the wall. Do you know so the the singer's name is Dave Hernandez? Do you know who he is? hope i'm not wrong here but i'm pretty sure he went on to uh start the shins oh nice yeah there's some involvement with the shins either he just played with them or he started that band (laughs) i could be way wrong i don't think i am though anyways masonic youth great fucking album i just looked it up shins yeah 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 so album it just it just flows i mean every song just right into the next I just don't know what's going to happen. feels like the record's going to fall off, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So uh, this is the one album I've been trying to do, like a classic album review or whatever we used to do. This is probably the the first album I wanted to do, and we never did it. Yeah, I remember this is how you put me onto it, by telling me about that. I was trying to recruit you to do it with me, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got to get to it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someday. So I did, and I heard it, and I heard it a lot. (laughs) Maybe we'll do that someday, but anyways. Yeah. All right, dude. That that could have been number one for me, but uh, I don't know. What do you got for number three? For number three, I have Mangy's All Is Well. All right, all right. Yeah, well-deserved, dude. And that was another one I kind of felt like, well, it's Mangy's. You know, do I leave it off? <laughs> it's no. just too good. <laughs> Mangy's are not up to that point because I feel like the Mangy's are like the new weasel, right? Like, they're untouchable at this point. Yes. So they are not being upgraded to unlistable yet. <laughs> not tired of talking about them. Yeah, I only wish that uh, Bad Juju didn't have the red and the Bad Juju. Yeah, yeah. Is that your favorite or what? <laughs> uh, it definitely would have been up there instead of all as well. Not my favorite, though. No, it only gets knocked a little bit because of the lack of buzzy guitars. Yeah. Great songs, as we expect from that band. And that's kind of what I liked about it, was the non-buzzy guitars. You like that, huh? Cool. Yeah, I kind of... Well, for that album, I guess. It, it fit. I suppose. I love it a lot more than I did when I first heard it. Yeah. They're, they're a totally, totally special band. Number three for me... Maybe this is obvious, too, but I had to do it. Teenage Bottle Rocket, total... Like Nice. I left that one off. Did you? Yes. Yeah, but it's so good, man. It's like... I, I wanted to leave it off because it's obvious, but I just can't do it. Too many good songs. <laughs> hit after hit, there's only like maybe two. I don't want to call them shitters by any means. Stinkers. 
Crashing, not a great song. Yeah. Maybe A-Bomb, not great. So Far Away is a perfect ending, though. So Far Away, dude, is the perfect song. Lost in Space, yeah. stupid game, so cool. Um, and Bloodbath. Yeah. yeah. I get I get tired of I li- that one. I like that one. I like that one a lot. For some reason the songs about Burger King just don't do it for me anymore. And it's nothing against uh, Burger King. I just I don't know. It's like, yeah, Burger King. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It seems kinda like juvenile now, you know what I mean? It's Burger King. Yeah, it's Burger King. You like, do you have Burger King there? You got Burger King yes, in Corpus, yes, right? We have, we have Is that big there? Uh there's only wait. I think there's like three. <laughs> They used to be really big, and then I think like right around like early two thousands, they like closed them all down. Really? And then they came back like three years later. Wow. The king is back. The king is back. Yeah, we have Culver's here in Wisconsin. I don't know if you have those down there. Not anywhere near me. The best, the best, dude. Quality fast food. It's a little bit slower. It's not. It's not fast, fast. Okay. I was like, I don't think you can put quality fast food oh, dude, in it's, sentence. You can with Culver's. <laughs> Anyone who's eaten at Culver's will tell you. Ask, I don't know, you got to know other people in Wisconsin. Ask them when you talk to them. <laughs> Did you guys have White Castle there? Uh, I think it's like up north, like a little more up north. Okay. We don't have one here I either. So. I've never eaten there. I ate there and I felt kind of like, uh, eh, this is okay. <laughs> Did you feel like you were going to get sick? No, I just wasn't too, you know. We have Whataburger here, and that used to be, like, the place. I've heard of it. You know, like Burger King, when you... I haven't eaten Burger King in a while, but, you know, there's certain places where you go, and you kind of know, I'm probably going to get sick. But you still go there, you know, because it's not the worst. I don't know. It's those places that... They're sketchy, dude. You shouldn't eat there if you... No, there's a chance that you're going to walk out sick. But it's the danger. That's why you do it. <laughs> no, it's not why. It's because you're hungry and it's cheap. Take the drive to Burger King, home of the Whopper. The burgers are bigger at Burger King. The bigger, the burger, the burgers are bigger at Burger King. The bigger the burger, the better the burger, the burgers are bigger at Burger King. I haven't been to Burger King in a while. Maybe I'll go there tomorrow. Yeah. We have like a super sketchy one downtown. All of them here are seem kind of sketchy. <laughs> yeah, anyways. The worst thing about Burger King is the stupid-ass crowns that you can still get. Oh, yeah. So when you go in there, there's guaranteed there's some like dumb-ass high school girl in there wearing one thinking she's cool, you know? <laughs> All right, dude. Top two. Okay, let me pause again. These Holy shit. I drank a lot of water. It's all right. <laughs> okay.
yeah, with my job, you have to you have to stay hydrated. Oh, I suppose. You have to stop yeah. constantly and pee, though, or what? Dude, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, like, well, once it starts getting hot, I guess it's a little, like, not as bad because you're sweating more. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Is it ever not hot in Corpus Christi? Um, right now, it feels like fall. It's really weird. It was hot, I think, like two weeks ago for like two days. And then it's been in like the 70s and 80s, which for us is amazing. That's Is 70s and <laughs> 80s cool for you? Yes. Oh, that's wow. what you're hoping for. Dude, it's like even, 45 here today, and it's like unbelievably nice out. Yeah, because once it starts hitting like 89, <laughs> it starts to feel like 100. So Ugh. it gets like really bad. Yeah, yeah. That sucks, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so my number two. Um, this one is kind of, uh, if you have the CD, it's black and white. Jagger Holly, DJ Free Europe. All right, dude. I think, okay, so the C- is the CD not have color on it? It's just the black and white. Oh, okay. I know they're different. <laughs> so like the, I don't have the CD, but the CD, uh, the, the album has the picture of Jay on it. And the CD yeah, the, has the girl. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And that was, I had that one first. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't have it on my list because I don't have the CD, right? So I was just like unfamiliar with it, I guess, and it never really, uh-huh. it doesn't stick out to me. But um, great album, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had to put that. I mean, that one deserves to be right there. Where it's at. Yeah, it's a great album, well, dude. I for me, it. at least, yeah. Oh, dude. Love Jagger Holly. I want to wreck you.
won't you come on, come on and love me, baby? Come on, come on, let me love you. Come on, come on, love me, baby. Come on, come on, let me love you. Come on, come on, well, baby. Come on, come on and let me love you. Come on, come on, well, baby. Come on, come on, let me love you. All right, my number two, number two and number one could change at any time, and you've already had them both on your list. Number two, I went with Tight Wire, Six Feet Deep. Dude, <laughs> perfect album. Like, you can't, I can't even choose, like, what my favorite song is. Probably, you know, this is going to be a weird answer, but maybe Spell On Me because it's the longest. Does that make sense? <laughs> Every, dude, that album is so short. I mean, like, everything's, like, under two minutes. Except that song, you know? So, yeah. they're all good. Told you's perfect, simple question. All good, man. I remember they did that single, the Anyone But You one, and then it was like, oh, great, you know, something's coming out, and then nothing came out. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And I was, that was the song, too. It was like, this is such a great song. I was a little nervous, like, I think, you know, because the lineup changed a little bit, whatever, but they're playing with Sledgeworth, which is cool. That's a big oh, nice. show. Yeah. Yeah. Sledgeworth was almost a black and white cover. Almost. They, they had there was a, a lot of almost I know. <laughs> black and white covers. It would have made my list, too. I even wanted to tell you, like, what about black and white and one other color? We'll do that next time. <laughs> one other color, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, it would have been a way different list. <laughs> definitely, definitely would have. So this Tightwire album, right? The actual cover is so unlike the record. When I see it, I think of, like, mid-90s, late-90s, maybe emo or something. You know, like, post-punk, something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was thinking, like, real, like, uh, I guess you can say, I guess post-punk was right, like, real gothy. Yeah, yeah. Death rock, something like that. And that's what makes it cool, too. Plus the name. You don't know what it's going to be like. You don't know. It sounds like like it's going to be like a, well, maybe like a kind of a hardcore band, like Lifetime or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you get this perfect pop punk band love it number one roger's favorite black and white covered album teen idols nothing to prove fucking a number one no shit number huh one. i love that album so much that's my favorite teen idols album that's crazy. which is weird because the other ones are just so good too. i all the all the way around it's like no matter what album you listen to it's gonna be up there for me like or no matter what we make the lists of, if there's anything Teen Idols related, it's it's gonna be up there number one, number two. Yeah. 
such a good album. Our lists are like opposite, dude. Like that was my last, or my first one. It's your number one. My number one was way lower on your list. Uh, what with Bat Bites, dude? For number one? Fuck yeah. Yeah, see, my number, f- my my top four were like, I didn't want to move them. I I was like, these are gonna be here. But I think Bat Bites definitely would have been up there. This is the band that I whiffed on. I heard the first EP, Creatures of the Night, very mediocre to me. You know, it's like, eh, mm-hmm. it's okay. Didn't love it. And uh, the second record came out, and I just, uh, I just sort of passed. You know, didn't didn't jump on it. And then uh, just sort of got lost in the shuffle, you know. And then started the podcast, came around to it, and was like, you know, just the biggest idiot move I've ever ever made. <laughs> Love it. The cover's cool. Like it's, I don't know, impossible to pick a favorite song, but I, I gotta, yeah. I'll go with uh, tomorrow. You know, the lead tomorrow, off track. Definitely, yeah, it just start the way it just starts off. Like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> It was tough though with Tightwire. I, I kind of intentionally. I like. I love those. I love them way more than. I don't know. Saying I love them way more than Total is kind of weird because Total's such a classic. But I, I definitely didn't want to put Total at above those two just because Tightwire and Bat Bites. They're like the underdogs. Yeah. 
I'm impressed with your list. I'm impressed that you put Teen Idols at number one. I just, oh my, all right, I have to listen to it now. <laughs> I just ended up with a second copy of that CD. <laughs> I, 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 I bought it intentionally and then um, just as a backup maybe, you know, because you don't see them very often. Yeah, they need to press that. Yeah, that would be nice. Fueled by Ram. Well, it's not even streaming. It's not even online. You can't no. find it. Yeah. But um, so I had the CD, and then I bought another one, and I forgot I bought it. So like just like a couple weeks ago, I was like going through stuff, and I'm like, "What's in here? Oh, forgot about this." So, <laughs> good choice, man, because it's definitely the underrated, forgotten about Teen Idols record. And see, and that's what I yeah. You never when you talk Teen Idols, everyone's always you know. Just not that album. No, no. You know, I don't think Phil loves it, but I would love to see Phil release that on vinyl. Idle Time Records. Yeah. And the people want it. People want it. All two of us. There's, dude, you know there's more than two. That, dude, that reissue they did last year of the first album, which is an unbelievable album. Dude, that's sold out. I mean, they pressed, I don't know how well it did, but it went pretty, pretty quick. It did go really fast. People were excited as fuck yeah. for that, too. Like, I think Fat Records screwed up, and they didn't promo it. They didn't do anything. All they did was just put it out there, and I think they were probably surprised that the, yeah, the response. Yeah, they probably felt like, eh. Did, do you think that Fat Records kind of thought, eh, we'll put it out there just because it's 25, you know? Yeah. But they, I don't think they really cared for it. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't think they were like, this is going to make some waves in the punk rock scene. Yeah, not at all. I don't think I don't think that they thought that that was I honestly, I think that they're a little out of touch with Teen Idol fans. You know what I mean? I think all their Honest Dawn uh, lineup, they're a little out of touch with. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. dude, there's so many good albums that they haven't, like the Riverdales. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're waiting for, you know. that Last year was the year. They should have done it. It's not my favorite Riverdales album by any means, but people love that record. There was a time where Honest Dawn's was really... I don't know. I liked a lot of those bands on there. Yeah, but I think we're just different, you know. Like Honest Dons is better than Fat Records, but I don't. You know, most people don't think that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm hoping they they do the the other t- two Teen Idol records that they released originally. I'm hoping we get reissues. It'd be cool if we got like some newer, maybe not newer, but unreleased, maybe some bonus tracks. But I don't think there's much out there, you know. Yeah. I released <laughs> two of them. Or may- yeah, so, maybe even like a you know one of those like seven inch collections you know where it's like all the songs that were on seven inch. Dude, I yeah yeah that would be that would be great. Hey, you got any um? What's your number 12, 13, 14, 15? What are your runners up? Uh, Jimmy Vapid Kilmatic. Yeah, dude. Is number twelve. Dude, it's really hard for me to keep that off the list because I feel like it's so different than everything else on my list. You know, <laughs> if it counts, I voted it for best album last year i think that was that was one of the ones i picked unbelievable man yeah and then jay church yeah camels yeah and uh the blenders no respect i really liked that one it was just you know hooks everywhere yeah see that's another band like maybe maybe sometime down the road it'll click i've just never it doesn't grab me yeah but i get it how about um whitehead zoonoids of course Here's one that I really wanted to put on my list, but it just didn't make it. Was uh, the the Scutches, or the Scooches, however you say their name, that ten songs, ten years album. 
10 songs 10 years yeah yeah that's a band that just has a they have a cool sound to them i've always liked and i like that album but i just i, I just couldn't see it over any of these you know a tough fast faster yeah dude that was the i had pinhead gunpowder the compulsive disclosure but that's sort of like a it's not really an album just a like a compilation kind of thing yeah but um manorovs i don't know if you listened to that 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 the manorovs album from last year on uh, oh, yeah. on mom's yeah. basement it's a good it's album dude yeah. that's a yeah. that's a good one dude i had dopamine's tales of interest which is yeah not directly related but i guess you know related enough there's some good ones on there yeah yeah they're a cool band you through the uh did you do the donna's donna's first donna's no album? i i just i just left it off i was like eh I'll leave it off. It's okay. Yeah. It's not my favorite Donna's. Not, not their best one, yeah. CJ Ramon, Last Chance to Dance. I love that album, dude. Mm-hmm. But he's a Ramon, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the Night Moves by Jimmy Vapid? Yeah, I don't like that one a, as I, much, I was though. Just, I was just about to say that. It was like, can you imagine if we would have had two on there? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't like that one as much, though. So I went with... I felt like Killmatic just... He was a little bit more bitter on that album or something yeah you just wanted to be angry tough i see that's weird because i'm not i don't like you're living vicariously through that album (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) um like all the sass dragon albums like i like that band but none of them can be you know i think all their albums are black and white but i don't know they're not making the list i guess i don't know if i have funny that you you had mentioned tenement isn't one of their albums uh, black and white? Yeah, but that's a that's like a compilation. Oh, okay. So it's like the like the EPs, you know. Yeah. Which, dude, I could talk about Tenement for years straight, but yeah, that's all. Like, it would make a killer album if it was an actual album. Yeah. You know, bruised uh, bruised music. That's what it's called. And uh, there was two of them too. Um, I don't know, man. They have that first one, the first early singles and shit. It's all perfect, but I didn't count it, man. I don't oh, I wasn't I... talking about bruised music. I was talking about the predatory headlights. Oh, that yeah, is that black and white though. Yeah, so, sort of like. I mean, I would assume it. <laughs> it's sort of like off-white. Maybe sepia. I think that's more what it is. But then again. The stuff before that was better. Yeah. Napalm Dream is untouchable as an album. And uh, Bruce Music, the comp, was great. Yeah. Predatory Headlights is good, though. I'll give you that. It was black and white. I missed that band. No, I had just thought about it, you know, when you had mentioned them earlier. I was like, oh, hey, isn't... See, I didn't look at it. I'm looking at it right now, and it's sepia. Yeah, I guess that is... <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Maybe it's black and white. I'm I'm am seriously trying to justify not putting it on there, you know. So I don't look yeah, like see, a dick. And, 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 <laughs> and I get real like, well, what does he mean by black and white? Does he mean black and white, <laughs> or does he mean black and white? Like, I guess it's not sepia. That's a reddish brown color. We're dweebs. We didn't even get it right. We're good. Someone, someone's a interior designer or something like that, and they're telling us like, no, that's not what it is. It's not even black. <laughs> um, I don't have any more on my list, dude, that we haven't mentioned. 
you know, the Lillingtons that you didn't mention, the Ramones. But yeah. other than that, uh, there's not that many. <laughs> Maybe there are, and I just, I'm just missing them. But it feels like there's probably a bunch of like cool shit from the 90s, like the early mid 90s that I'm missing, forgetting about. Yeah. That were, uh, you know, released on CD and they're they're buried somewhere. But um, lots of cool EPs with black and white artwork. But yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it would have been really good if he was like black and white seven inches. Then to get a top eleven would have been way harder. Yeah, and that would take some more time. <laughs> Not gonna do that one. <laughs> this was fun though, dude. Fun episode. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we sh- maybe we should have talked more Oldie Han. I don't know. You've been on before. No, we're good. Yeah. 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 And you, you can save that one for Kai. How'd the show go the other night, a couple days ago? Uh, it was pretty fun. It was just a little, there was like some food vendors there. And you just, it was really just us. There was uh, one of our friends was doing his acoustic stuff before we played. But other than that, it was pretty pretty fun. Cool. Real small. What, what else is coming up? Anything, any uh, shows coming up? up? You going to have a release party or anything? Uh, yeah, but I think we're going to wait until we actually get the physical copies. Yeah. Or the, you know, at least the record, maybe. But, um, we're playing with Agent Orange the week after the release. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yeah. Did you guys play with them last time they were through there, too? <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else hey, will do it. <laughs> I don't know. I just, there's really maybe a handful of promoters out here. So it's always, you know. Not the same bands, but he'll ask us first, or not us first, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how far are you away from, like, Austin? Probably about two hours. Oh, that's like not too bad. Drive. Yeah. You guys, you got you to get up there and play with Cap Kids and Dropped Out, man. Oh, yeah. You've done that before, though. Yeah, we've, yes. <laughs> they have little matinee shows over there at that Kick Butt Coffee in Austin. Yeah. Is that a bar, those or is that are, a, is that a coffee fun. shop? Or is it both? I think it's like a coffee shop venue. I don't think it's much of a bar. I don't think I ever saw anybody drinking there. I could be wrong. I don't know. Hmm. That's cool. I like how they do this. Uh, they record the show and they stream it. It's fun. So it's really? like, yeah, like I missed out on the Huntingtons when they came through and I was just watching the stream and felt like I was there. Do they, so they record it and then put it on like YouTube or just like live stream it? It's just live streaming. Okay. Yeah, I love it when places do that. The Melody mm-hmm. does that in wherever that is. And uh, like Saturday night, sometimes like the Dolly Rots, I think two weeks ago or whatever, I, I tuned in and watched that, you know? But um, that's cool that they do that. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. <laughs> just like uh, your plans fell through or something. You know, I'll just watch the show. I always rely on people that I know that are like in Austin. So I'll be mm-hmm. like, I'll get on just Facebook and I'll, I'll see like a live stream of like, one dropped out song you know or something yeah and then it stops and it's like motherfucker you know you just want more <laughs> so. i think you can actually go back like on the kick coffee page and like find like live streams cool is that all they do there is like punk rock is that like a punk rock coffee shop or is it just uh, they just do like punk rock shows once in a while as far as i know just because my circle is all punk rock <laughs> they, yeah. they, they do punk shows okay do you guys have cool coffee shops in corpus christi not like that. Nothing like that. Just regular coffee shops. Yeah, we don't either. We have like, we had a coffee shop that did shows for a while, and it was actually like I never went in there because I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to act in a coffee shop. I have no clue what to do. Around here, there's not like 
it's there's not like punk rock stuff. It's like jam band kind of hippie stuff. Yeah. So it's like the worst like kind of shop. yeah. It's the like, worst kind of coffee shop. But it looks stereotypical. Yeah, but it's right downtown, and like I'll park right in front of it sometimes, and I'll look in there and be like, and I, I really wish a cool band would play there. And actually, I did miss, I did somebody um, I can't remember who played there. Somebody that I think they were on Red Scare too. Oh wow. Um, maybe they weren't on Red Scare. I can't remember who it was, but they were kind of cool, and and they played there, but I didn't go. I think I was busy, and it's in a coffee shop, so I get. I get a little nervous around that stuff. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm on the out of the coffee crowd, you know? I just don't know what to do. But it would be cool, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe uh, we'll do like a release party there in Austin. That would kick butt. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to come back, man. Come back and co host with me again. You're not really a guest. I'm not considering you a guest today. <laughs> I'm not even going to put your face on the artwork. I can send you a black and white picture of me. Yeah, if you got I'm one. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just yeah. kidding. I, I could take the last one and just <laughs> yeah, the black just and white it, version just of it. Uh, invert it or whatever. Make it sepia. Yeah, definitely not sepia. That's brown, <laughs> brownish red. <laughs> people are getting mad at us right now. Someone's a designer. I know it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of cool art people, Olay from uh, the Evil O'Briens. You know Olay Art? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, when we were coming up with like stuff like, you know, who can we get? Like, that was one that I kept coming back to. Like, oh, definitely want to do that. I like his art. Yeah, he's 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 a great artist, but his book's out. Oh, cool. Can't wait to get it because I see the... He made a video, like a preview, where he's flipping through it. And I can see the Hey Pizza logo. <laughs> and I'm like, that's cool. But uh, he's done so, much, so many great album covers and logos and everything. And he's just a fan of the music, too. You know, he's just like us, but he's talented. Not that you're not talented, but talented in that way, you know? Well, I'm not talented in drawing. That's, that's one thing. Did I tell you I didn't have Dr. Pepper? The, the store was out. Completely out of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> How does that happen? I don't know. Sometimes I get that's a fountain like... drink. I prefer that when I'm recording because I don't get that when I open the, the cap, you know? So I yeah. like the, you know, just fountain drink. They were out. So I went over to the thing to get the, to get the bottle, and they were out. And then I was. Dr. Pepper is such a mainstay. Yeah, this might be the first Dummy Room episode ever recorded without a Dr. Pepper. Oh, nice. I got Pib. Do you know Pib? Yes, I do know Pib. I know Pib very well. And it's actually not bad, right? But <laughs> I love it. I don't know. I should have known when I opened it. I didn't get that. It was sort of almost open already. Uh-oh. And I don't want to say it's flat, but. I'm very surprised that this episode turned out as well as maybe it might have without a Dr. Pepper. I was actually kind of nervous. I was like, I was kind of bummed. I was like, I felt like Dr. Pepper, you know? You should have been prepared and already had it <laughs> in the fridge. Yeah. I've got uh, I've got some fun episodes coming up, though, dude. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> you sound so excited. <laughs> no, it's like, because we're waiting, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I have all these episodes. No, dude. I had a I had a really fun guest on over a month ago, and uh-huh. the audio didn't turn out very good. Uh. And it wasn't me being picky; it was actually the guest who was much more important than me. But um, he was like, "Let's just do it again," and I'm like, "Hell yeah, let's do it again!" And we're finally getting around to it next week, oh, that's yeah, or the week after, whenever. Um, but it's coming, and I'm excited. And then I'm also gonna have a guest on, hopefully, that I've been waiting to have on for at least three or four years I hope 200 is a big one 
Oh yeah, it's 200. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 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 You got 200 coming up. That's the last episode. <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> That's what I said. Dude, I, I'm surprised I made it to this one. Honestly, so. I, I feel like when we were talking about it, what was it like? What was I on? Like 170 or something like that? Is that what you, really? 170? <laughs> yeah, I think so. No. 171. I'm looking. 171? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, so I was, I mean, 200 seemed like so far. I know. <laughs> it still seems so far away. You're going to have to play so far away. You're going to have to play so far away. Yeah. It's, it seems, it still seems too far away to make it. It's right here. It's right around the corner. Hey, did I send you a right picture of that cake? No, you didn't. And I, I was kind of like, this guy keeps telling me about this cake and he's not sending me a damn picture. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so that was, well, that was part of the, the hiatus. My wife had a... Yeah. She was she she got entered in a big cake tournament. I don't even know if that's the right terminology, but uh, it was a big deal in Milwaukee. And uh, yeah, she she took third place. <laughs> so oh, wow. Yeah, and yeah, I, there was different that's... categories. I don't know how there's different categories for cakes, but whatever category she was in, she took third first competition. I know the winner, the winning cake had live fish in it, like swimming in the cake. <laughs> so live fish swimming in the yeah cake. like goldfish in the cake somehow yeah. but uh she took third place she really put a lot of time into it and uh which is cool but it really meant i couldn't record for two weeks that was part of the hiatus but I'll, i forgot to send you a picture i'll send it to you yeah like i said i was like man i wonder what this looks like this is a massive 50 pound cake yeah, and then I even asked myself, is it even <laughs> is it even okay to ask, well, can I see a picture of it? Yeah, see, I didn't even have a picture. Like, I actually went to the bakery that, here. You know, she works at a bakery. Uh-huh. I went to the bakery to fix the goddamn, the base, like the wood base, because she cracked it. Because the cake weighed too oh, much. It was so heavy. So I had to go there and, like, like screw some, like, steel plates in the bottom. And... <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't even done with it at that point, so I didn't. I didn't I've actually some of see it in person. Seems intense. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. It was definitely a fun-looking cake. We couldn't eat it though. Not even after? No, not even after because it. She, there was like shit in there, you know, like staple. Oh. Like she had lights yeah. in there, with like real lights with wires in the cake. Mm-hmm. So I think she used staples to put them in there, so you wouldn't want to eat it. Oh. Anyways, when's your birthday, dude? June 25th. Really? Mine's June 22nd. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> cool. There is a killer new album coming out the day before my birthday. I'll leave it at that. Is it, uh, I guess we can't guess, huh? You'll never get it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you when we're done recording. <laughs> yes. You got anything to add? Anything fun? Um... Oldie Han's upcoming album, Missing Time, yeah. April 21st. <laughs> on? On Otitis Media Records. Yeah. Maybe I'll give a copy away the next episode. Yeah, they have to guess how much your wife's cake weighed. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if she weighed it. <laughs> well, you said like 50 pounds, so that, that would have been the good enough answer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just to see if people are actually listening. <laughs> come back sometime soon for sure all right dude next episode i think it's gonna be next week we'll see but it'll be within the next two weeks it'll be another episode with somebody more important than me so until then everybody stay safe stay cool roger we'll talk to you later man 
Later, guys. All right, see ya. Cool.